Hey everyone, I'm a uh, former uh, Kitchen Rangers goaltender Lucas Bile, and uh, I'm currently playing out in BC uh, for the Couch and Valley Capitals in the BCHL, and uh, joined by my buddy Yance here. Uh, hey, uh, it's Jonathan Yances. I played for the Rangers for four years, uh, played forward, hopefully not forgot about it yet. Played, uh, <laughs> last year was my last year, and uh, what's up? Scored a couple goals for the Rangers. One or two prime. here or there. It's a uh, prime. In your prime. Uh, why don't you uh, let everyone know what you're up to these days, Yance? Uh, right now I'm at Queens uh, studying economics. Exciting stuff. Uh, didn't have a season, so we've been practicing all year. How about you? Uh, yeah, I was... I'm living out in BC right now on Vancouver Island. Uh, small, that's nice, eh? <laughs> not bad. A small town uh, called uh, Duncan. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of joined this team uh, later in the summer uh, before, like, I guess in August, whatever, I decided to come out here and play. Um, our season got shut down for a while, but luckily we uh, started up a couple weeks ago. And uh, so we're like uh, six, six, seven games in their season now out of 20 games. So, um, yeah, it's good to be playing again. It's a long one. I eh? have marathon, marathon yeah. season. 20 <laughs> games in uh, 38 days or something. We just got, oh, we that. just finished our, our first stretch. Yeah, six games in eight days. Grind. That's not bad. That's not bad. You guys are, at least you guys are playing. <laughs> one of the few yeah. that are. No, no three and threes, which was nice. We How can you play 20 thing. and 38 with no three and threes playing every other day? Literally every other day. Like our first eight days, we had two games, day off, two games, day off, two games. And then we're our schedule is a little lighter now, but we're going to finish the season the same way we started with the six games and eight days. But it's a grind, but it's fun. Um, but yeah, that was like the first thing me and one of my roommates looked at was like, make sure there's no three and threes to, to start it off. <laughs> So, uh, feels you take me through your time at the Rangers. Any good experiences? Uh, yeah, I thought maybe we could both share our kind of how we joined the team. Maybe I thought that oh, would be a, a good yeah. way to do I feel it. like they're both pretty interesting stories considering just joined randomly halfway through this same season, I guess. Same so. season, yeah. Um, so I get the yeah, I'll go first. I guess I was, uh, I got drafted out of, um, Gray Bruce when I was in my draft year. Um, and then the next year, uh, the next year I uh, went and played prep hockey at uh, Ridley College in St. Catharines. And um, I was, I think it was, we were like probably through a season, getting close to playoffs actually for the prep season in like February. And um, I guess my, my agent just randomly called me one day when I was at school and said that uh, the Rangers like had a contract for me or whatever. So, um, I was pretty pumped at the time, so I just signed it immediately. Uh, I met my agent at a Tim Hortons in St. <laughs> Catharines and, and signed it. Uh, and then I just went back. It was just a regular day. I was just doing homework or whatever. And uh, my my coach at school called me and was like, hey, uh, um, one of the Rangers goalies got hurt or something, and they want you to go on a road trip uh, tomorrow. And it was like the same time. It was like a the little, same time. A little as, whirlwind. 
whirlwind yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh so yeah i i decided to go and uh, i missed my team's playoffs but uh yeah i decided to to join the team the next day and uh yeah there, we have a bit of a funny story about our first road trip there that i'll tell in a bit but but uh you can you can go first or you can all right now. so i signed so i didn't get drafted as it's well known well tough and then uh grade like grade 11 so my first year of juniors i played midget uh we had a great team i got hurt for a couple months and then came back the next year i went to berry rookie camp guelph main camp got cut from both of those that was fun experience and then uh i signed was signed with the junior a team and then decided to play midget uh, better for myself, like development and uh, playing with my friends. And we had like a great team, won a bunch of tournaments, just lived it up. And then um, as, as and Rich, as Rich would say, as Rich would say, you went back to to midget to shut it down and just play with your buddies. <laughs> your yeah, last year have, a good, <laughs> have a good time with my friends. It was pretty exciting. And uh, then in January, I was talking to a few teams, had like a few murmurings of contract offers a couple not a big meal and then um yeah and then uh it was the morning of the deadline i like walked downstairs and like because of the midget draft that was coming up in june or july i wasn't i didn't know if i could sign anywhere and um come downstairs the morning of the trade of the deadline it's like 10 in the morning the stuff's due at noon to get anyone signed i guess and uh my dad's like hey can you come sign these papers and it was like a contract to play for the rangers i'm like all right sounds good and then signed and then like go to school everything's normal for a couple days i'm dealing with like transfers to go to grand river and uh great school yep shout out grand uh and mr tenant shout out mr tenant and uh so i'm transferring and like news gets around my school you know you feel like big man on campus whatever (laughs) so that was pretty exciting and then thursday i was moving up and uh move up thursday come in friday morning get all new gear like toss my entire old midget bag in the trunk don't need it all new gear friday morning and then I have a meeting with Keezer and he's like telling me the systems and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. And he was like, oh, by the way, there's a chance that you play tonight because Buns has to go, has like a foot problem that he's got to deal with. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. So that, that night was my first game. Moved up Thursday, first game Friday. And uh, I remember like skating around before before starting lineup and I was in the starting lineup because Jay was really good with that and putting in new guys that he got in the starting lineup skating around. I'm like this a little bigger than uh, my midget arena, a couple more fans. And uh, it was at the odd. Yeah. At the odd first game. And uh, my first shift, I forget who dumps in the puck. Someone dumps the puck in. I'm going full speed and you know, you're fired up because it's your first game there. You want to make an impact, and, you're, and the and your full the goal, speed is like quick. 
<laughs> well, I got going, took, wound up, wound up the boots, let him go. <laughs> and uh, I'm coming down on the goalie because he's playing the puck after someone dumped it in. And I'm like, he pl- makes a pass and I'm like, I'm going pretty fast. If I turn here, I'm going to blow him up. So like I try and like cut the corner, end up slew footing him. I, uh, I skate to the box. I'm like ashamed of myself. I'm like, oh man, back to midget for me. Like that's, <laughs> that's it. That's the career. And then uh, I look over at Keezer on the bench and Barney and Forch who is still here. And uh, they're all like, they're all like dying of laughter. And I'm just like sitting in the oh, box yeah. like this. I'm like <laughs> about to cry, the, but who is the goalie? It wasn't Blackwood. Cause I think he was away. Or he wasn't playing, but uh, whoever their backup was, yeah, I ran him my first shift in the OHL. I didn't even know that, actually. And then, um, I guess, do you remember the game that we played against Niagara where I went into the, in the third period and I went out to play the puck like a minute in and, you, and I got blown up and then you went to fight yeah. <laughs> Well, no one else was trying to fight him. And I was like, hey, that's my roommate. Big dog come in. Where were you? No, we weren't roommates we were at the time. No, but I was that like, was the year before. But I was like, "That's my guy." I'm like, already yeah. upset. We're getting, <laughs> we were getting blown out at the time, right? And uh, comes blows you up, and I'm like, he yeah. doesn't want to fight. He skates away. I throw Ladnia into the bench, and then Langer, who's like a 16 year old and like 150 pounds at the time, is getting ragdolled by their captain. So I stepped in there. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. Um, but um, back to what I was saying earlier, that first road trip. Uh, so, like, oh, I guess yeah. You remember now, we, we, I got yeah, on the bus yeah. or whatever. We had morning skate and uh, got on the bus. And I was, uh, I think I, I sat with Dammer on the bus. We were both 16 and uh, drove to the Sioux. <laughs> and uh, I remember. First road trip for you. Yeah. All the way up there. Well, yeah, got me uh, got me into it quick, threw me in the deep end. But uh, yeah, we got to the Sioux. And I remember we stopped at uh, the Caruso Club in Sudbury. Joey Caruso. G's favorite. For and, anyone uh, that doesn't know, listening to this, Caruso Club, we stopped there every road trip when we passed through Sudbury. Delightful Italian food. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I guess so whatever we eat we eat our meal and I'm like I was a rookie at the time so obviously I was like trying to like get back on the bus quick and not like mess up any scheduling or whatever so I sat down and I'm like oh my god like I have to pee so bad and we just left the restaurant and I told Dammer I'm like like a, and I'm sitting like right at the front of the bus like right behind Bear and uh, <laughs> I told Dammer I'm like like am I allowed to use the washroom like what's the deal and I guess the rule was you had to like beat a few vets at rock, paper, scissors or something. And he's like, well, we just left the restaurant. Why didn't you go there? Like, they're going to question you on that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, true. So I held it for a while. And then eventually I can't, can't take it anymore. I went to the back. I think I lost a couple of games, but uh, Darby, uh, shout out Darby Llewellyn at the time. He was, he was at the back there. He was grizzled and he's just like, I'll just go in the washroom. It's fine. Yeah. So, like- but we, and then we... We finally got to the hotel and uh, all the, the older guys got off the bus, whatever, and got their room keys. And then 
right right at the end is I'm like obviously waiting in the back of the line to grab my key or whatever and because I didn't know what the deal was and I'm standing with you and uh Petey Alex Peterson <laughs> and uh, uh I think Forch was giving out the room keys and he's like um he's like oh file you were supposed to be rooming with Frank Cora at the time who was an OA captain and this was my first ever road trip he's like so you can either just go knock on his door and say you're rooming with him or you can just go three in a room with Yance and Pete. <laughs> and I'm like, and like I, especially no- it's like your first day, man, you're like, you like walk yeah. in and they're like, oh, you're with the, the OA captain. And you're like, still a kid basically. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, literally the day before I was at like prep school with a bunch of kids. And then, so, uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'll just go three in a room with, with the Anson PD. <laughs> and uh, and I remember we we got to the room and we couldn't decide who was like sharing a bed or something. So we pushed the two beds together <laughs> and made and a I mega bed. The, and I slept in the crack. Like I yeah, was the only one the playing, only one the, playing next the next day. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, I was backing off, but I don't, I don't know if he was in the lineup or not. So I think you were the only one playing, and you slept right in the middle in the crack. Yeah, in the, the most uncomfortable sleep of my life about to fall through. And then uh, I think, I don't know, I saw Frank the next day or, or how it worked, but he's like, like, were you supposed to room with me? And I was like, oh, yeah, but like I didn't want to bother you or whatever. So I just went with the ends. He was like, like, oh, dude, like you could room with me. It's fine. And then the rest, <laughs> I think we had, a, we had a couple days on the road. Uh, I roomed with him, and he was a... He was a great Yeah, guy. we had, like, uh, the older guys were great to, like, I thought they were great to us. They really, like, there was nothing to be scared about, but just, like, as a kid, you're, like, probably um, yeah, should speak up. <laughs> yeah, you're just young, I think. Like, I remember I walked into the room, and there was there was Darby, Frank, and uh, DePerna were the, were the OAs that year. And yeah. I was just, like, I was just a kid, like you said, and they were just, like, towering over me. And I'm, like... When I came, I was like 17 and I was, I met Dips, Frank, Darby, and Dips had the beard going. I'm like, he's a full grown man. I'm playing with him. Can't, can't even get a beard. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like the, that was like the funny, the funny first road trip story I had. And then things got a little less funny when I played my first game in Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that didn't go well. That rank wasn't kind to me. In my a couple tough my bounces, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a great ring to me in my my time there, but um, yeah, I think just we talked to a couple of the guys before we we hopped on this to get some some funny stories, and I guess uh, another one of the stories that that uh, Bergie Axel Bergquist brought up was his uh, his slip in the shower in uh, <laughs> in Erie. He said in, uh, in in Erie though, like as from it's split rooms basically, right? So it's D on D and goalies on one side, and then all the forwards on the other. So like on the forward side, we have no idea what's going on on the other side. But I heard this, and I think it's hilarious. I honestly, I needed to ask him exactly what what happened because I I don't remember. I think we obviously had just won, and so guys were like we were playing music or whatever. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Bergie was like dancing or something. Or, yeah. And he was like sliding around the, sh- <laughs> in the shower. And he, 
and he slid and like fell and fell right into the wall and put a huge hole in the drywall. (laughs) Through the wall and outside the shower. He's like, uh, he's a strong dude just going straight through the wall pretty thick. But, uh, and, uh, I don't know. It wasn't very funny at the time. I think some people might have been mad at us, but so Bergie said that he he slipped and fell in the shower <laughs> and accidentally put a hole in the wall, but it might have been because of his dance moves. Got the EIA. What was your favorite rank to play in while we were there? London. Yeah, I agree. It was just like, and like the fans so cool. are shredding you on anything you do, like always in your ear. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it was one of earlier in, in my first season. We had a game in London. It was a sports night game, and uh, I wasn't playing. And uh, Rich was in net, and I, I remember he. I think I had to go in in the third or something. Yeah, those sports like, net games were yeah. very kind to Rich, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But I remember it was just, I don't know, this is just a cool feeling playing in front of that many fans and like the rank itself is is so nice. And, and uh, I don't know, I can't remember if I was, if we were able to grapple win there in a couple of years there. It's a tough rank to play in, but it's fun for sure. It is for sure. Was that your favorite rank to play in as well? Yeah. Also where I scored my first goal, I think that's why on, on Tyler Parsons, World Junior, USA champion, whatever. If you had heard of him. <laughs> well, we were just, we were talking about Erie a second ago, and I thought Erie would have been your favorite because of the little donut shop across the street from our hotel. Okay. So, okay, story for everyone. May incriminate myself a little bit. I'll tell, I'll tell, you remember the Keezer story? With the... So, uh, I, I, uh, across the street from where we stay in Erie, there's a uh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme is, you know, quite good. Don't have it close to home. <laughs> so all, like, I, we go with a couple guys, grab like a box. I have a, a few donuts, one or two or three or four. And uh, the next day we're playing Lots Erie. Of donuts that has 12 <laughs> donuts in it. But uh, yeah, we're playing Erie the next day. And I think it was a morning game, right? Or like an early afternoon. Morning and uh, I had a slow first period. And <laughs> Keezer comes in and he's like, what are you doing out there? Like, you got to wake up. And I'm, he's just like, Laying into me a little bit, needed it though, needed to needed to focus up. Laying into me. And then I don't know how he finds out. He's like, after the game, he comes to me, he's like, How many donuts did you eat last night? I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Yeah, I heard from a couple people you had a couple donuts and why you had a slow start. I'm like, I can't, I I don't know how many total, but I had a few. And uh, from this day, Keezer still sends me pictures driving through Krispy Kremes. And uh, he sends me and says, thinking about you. And it's a little inside joke, and it's hilarious. Yeah. But you weren't the only one that would hit up Krispy Kreme the night before a game in Erie. Well, no. So, but uh, 
I don't know if everyone else was eating seven or eight the night before a game. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. The diet wasn't that bad. Six max. Tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. We were all we were all getting in on the donuts and then <laughs> the bus ride home after was was donuts as well. That would that must have been like I don't know. Did we win that game? That, yeah, we did. And uh oh. he laid into me and then first shift got an assist, which are not easy to come by for rare him, so it was like yeah it was big yeah i think yeah i think the road trips were probably one of my favorite parts of playing yeah just no. good memories and you're with the boys everywhere you go and it's yeah like the one uh i was i also texted vooks asking if he had any other stories we should bring up and the one that he brought up right away was uh the Owen Sound road trip. Um, oh, I don't know what the snowstorm, but uh, yeah, and the snowstorm. <laughs> uh, so we we uh, we played a game in Owen Sound, and I can't remember uh, if we won or lost. I think I can't remember, but it was a few years ago. And Owen Sound is my hometown. For those of you listening, and uh, <laughs> uh, after the game, we get out of the rink, and it's like a complete blizzard and the, the one highway out of one sound the one is, highway the highway out of one sound is is closed and it's not a very big city there's not very many hotels like you would find in a lot of other OHL cities so um we're like getting on a bus and we're like I think Danny was calling hotels trying to get rooms because we were literally stuck there we stopped at uh, like four or five. Like we stopped at two hotels, three motels. No one had room for yeah. us. And I think the problem was there was a bunch of people already booking up the hotel because it was like ten thirty at night after the game, and so people yeah. were like get in the rooms because it was a blizzard. And um, I was like texting my parents. I'm like, oh, I think we might be stuck here. And I don't know if it was my mom or dad, but they just said, oh, just like tell the whole team to come to our house and stay. <laughs> And I was like, what, really? And, and well, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. So I, I talked to Danny. I'm like, um, hey, like, my parents say that, like, a bunch of the guys can stay at our house if we need a room. <laughs> and he was like, are you serious? So I think Danny was on the phone with <laughs> with my dad or something. And then Teaser was asking me, he's like, can you actually fit, like, 12 guys? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll throw down air mattresses and stuff. And it was going to be a great time, I think. It was. Jerry and, uh, and Moana getting the basement ready for all of us. They shout were, out yeah. Jerry and Moana. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my parents. And, uh, yeah, they were getting fired up. And <laughs> my dad was pretty pumped out, all the boys over at the house. And then I think we were we were honestly, like, on the way to my house. And we were driving just on the – just past the highway and like we saw the barrier had moved on the road and so yeah. uh our bus driver mikey showed up mikey oh remember uh, was that was just like yeah. i wasn't okay, on that road trip i think you were <laughs> um i guarantee you i wasn't but you could bring it up uh, okay but yeah anyways the the, the the barrier was was gone and mikey's like all right this is our one chance so i think we ended up leaving on sound at like midnight and it was like a battle i think for my team yeah. to, uh, 
We were driving home at like 15 kilometers an hour. It took us like four hours to get home. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. um, That would have been, that was a good story. I felt Vooks brought up. So would have been, would have been awesome to have all the boys at my house, but luckily we got home safe. (laughs) But uh, that Mikey, so a lot of the guys call Mikey Moose. And uh, I, you were, uh, you were there because it was uh, Mike's first year as our bus driver. And uh, we're on like there, a road man. trip. It's like the middle of the night. You know, you you got a couple late night road trips while you're playing junior. And um, it has to be like one in the morning. And we're driving back from like Sudbury or like Sault Ste. Marie. And next thing you know, like I'm like sleeping in my seat full jam on the brakes <laughs> and I, I almost I almost go flying I'm like what just happened there was a full moose in the middle of the highway and like I've never seen a moose before I'm not from Owen Sound so that's not really wildlife central <laughs> and like full jam we're like skidding Mike saved our life and that's why his name moose that's yeah, all I got. I'm, I've heard that story. <laughs> I've heard that story many times, but I don't think I was on that road trip. I was. I don't know if I was playing junior B or if I was still at prep school, but I've heard the story a lot. And I think I heard uh, it might have been the same day that we were potentially staying at my house and Farwell was talking to my parents. And I think something along the lines of Mikey could handle anything because he stick-handled <laughs> half a moose. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a crazy story. Mikey, uh, he was a battler behind the wheel for the boys. He got us where we needed to go. Thankful for thankful for everything he did for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, are there any other other stories that that stand out to you that you want to bring up? I got a couple in mind. Man, like I am not as well prepared for this as you are. Just wrote my exam. Or one of my exams, aced it by the way. Yeah. Um, but what do you got for Very us? Good for you. Um, well, yeah, I had a we had a couple days off here, so I had some time to prepare a little bit and just from talking to the guys. But um, one other story that was like uh, just you and I um, when we were at the odd. And uh, I guess there's a few concerts that roll through the odd every year. And, uh, and we saw the, the art house <laughs> at a concert um, playing. And uh, so we were we incriminating ourselves with this one. A little continue. bit. But <laughs> it's all right. Uh, uh, yeah. So we saw it on the calendar or whatever, on a poster in the rink that like the art were coming for, for Valentine's day. And uh, it was in, uh, a couple of seasons ago and we're like we need to go and <laughs> i remember like the like we were thinking of different ways because i don't know if we could get tickets or something and uh we uh i remember like i was so fired up for it because we practiced and we we're practicing downstairs on one of the rinks and we came up and they were like the sound band. was like yeah they were like practicing or whatever and so we were able to watch a couple minutes of that and uh, we were like, we need to go to this concert. So we <laughs> found, a, found a way into the rink 
just before the concert. So we were already in there from practice, and then we went upstairs and might have hidden the bathroom for a couple minutes for like for like that. an hour maybe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we were able to to get some seats up in the nosebleeds at the odd and, and watch this concert. <laughs> That was, that's yeah, probably that was, like one of the, that was my first concert. And that's like one of my best experiences or one of, one of my best experiences in KW. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Those a good memories would show at the, the archives. There were a few, quite a few events that would happen at the odd that we were lucky enough to go to. We were to. lucky where we were. Just like being such a good spot to be able to see like Old Dominion, um, the Arkells, Russell Peters, WWE, like WWE, everything. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That one I didn't. Uh, did you go to Marianas Trench? I didn't go to that one. No, I no. heard that one was was unreal too. Um, but yeah, I know there's a lot of stuff that coming through at the odd that that uh, that we were we were lucky enough to go to. WFD was was unreal. <laughs> underrated those guys are real athletes they were i remember all the boys were getting into it remember uh masherin was like heckling the, the wwe yeah. guys and there were yeah. some diehard fans at the uh diehard wwe fans i think books might have been a wwe fan and the guys were coming out and he was like naming them all off like oh this is this guy i can't remember any of the names but he was wow. fired up i didn't um, i don't see books as a WWE guy, but that's interesting. It might have been Vooks. Could have been someone else. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was good times. And the only, the other story that I could think of, it wasn't uh, really anything to do with hockey. I guess the concert one wasn't either, but was uh, when we <laughs> went to, as a team, to, to Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, one oh. of our teammates won a t-shirt. I don't know. You could tell a story if you'd like. Oh, okay, so just like we like to do something at least weekly where all the guys away from the rank, you know, get together, you hang out, you become a team really. And, uh, it was, uh, probably a Tuesday, I think. And, uh, we're like, you know what we need? We need half price wings on a Tuesday. So we head down to Buffalo Wildling and, uh, Roops, Joseph Rapoli just committed to Ryerson. I'll be seeing him next year. Uh, he, they have this challenge. I forget what it's called, but it's like the spiciest wings you can get. The blazing, and, uh, blazing challenge or something. Yeah. It's for a t-shirt. I would not put myself through that for a t-shirt, but, uh, the guy, it was like six of their hottest wings and Roops is like crushing them all the boy, like all of us right behind him, like cheering, screaming. He's crying. He's got like drool coming out of his mouth about to like break down, but he powered through, brought all the boys together, won a t-shirt and extreme pink. I think the exact words I heard the waitress say while she was there, like timing him was like, she was in shock and she was like, I've never seen anyone eat wings this fast. <laughs> and all the boys were crowded around hoops. And I think he, he won the shirt. And then it was like a triple XL. So he couldn't, <laughs> yeah. even, fit, couldn't, he couldn't even wear it. But just, uh, just the memory. Yeah, good memories. And of course, it was Roops that would do, it. He would do anything for the boys. Mm-hmm. He was a great team guy. 
love beloved in the change room. But uh, more hockey related. What do you uh, you have any weird superstitions or anything or like routine you did at the odd before games? Um, I would have my my kind of daily routine, but at the odd, um, I don't know, like specifically, like I would before the games, I would go like sit up in the stands. And I know some guys say, like, well, I'd have to sit in the exact same seat every time, but there's so many seats I couldn't even remember which one I was sitting. Um, I don't know. Like, there weren't a ton. Like, I just kind of do my routine and and then go and play. But I can't remember any specific. Like, I would always do my, my hand-eye with the ball drills in the same spot. Do you remember any, like, weird ones anyone had? Or, like, because I think the weirdest one I saw while I was there was, like, guys would get we have like big tubs of the a535 like the icy hot and they would just take it and like lather their body in it and to just to get themselves fired up for the game and i thought that was like so weird but uh you you remember any weird ones i, remember, I put you on the spot but like you, you had a couple, oh yeah you had a couple weird ones like a psychopath uh, i remember i was a psycho yeah, and I remember you would tape your sticks in the same spot and you wouldn't let anyone else throw out the tape that you took off your stick. Like or you would touch my your... sticks. Dude, yeah. I had like a I full remember you would, like, thing, man. It was um, weird. Like, So yeah, mine like, I get to the rink like two and a half hours before. Wouldn't even like really talk to anyone. Just like, go sit in the sands and seat 13 in the corner that's like on our side of the bench to the right. So it's like back right from their benches. Go sit, sit in seat 13, two rows down, like a psychopath. Sit there and just stare at the ice and like visualize. And then we do team meeting. I'd come down and watch you guys play sewer. Like I wouldn't even play sewer. And just like looking back, it's like, wow, I was so dialed. But um, I got a sewer yeah, story like, after you after you, you finish here. Okay, uh, tape my sticks in the same spot. Tape all my sticks. No one was like I didn't like anyone touching them. I didn't like my tape touching the ground. I didn't like anyone touching my garbage. Um, and then like just like go out, get ready for the game. Put my right gear on before my left. So if I was doing like shin pads, I do like right shin pad, left shin pad stuff like stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like, warm-ups, same thing every game from when I got in the OHL almost. And it was, like, especially with Rich, because, like, Rich would end his warm-up on my last shot for, like, uh, Horseshoe. And it was just, like, little things like that. And if it, if I didn't do it, I was, like, kind of rattled so, about it. So but, would I, I think. I think that was just kind of, like, a thing. Like, you would take that last shot when we were doing, like, the half moon and then – it yeah. just happened to be mine and Rich's last shot. And if you missed the net or didn't shoot it, like, blocker side, it was, like, it was a trap. It was the end of the world. End yeah. Of the world. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't remember. Like, like I obviously had, like, my routine and I would do the same stuff, but I don't have any crazy superstitions. Like, I would put my right stuff on before my left. Um, but, yeah, like, 
yeah, nothing like crazy like you stands out to me. Really. I would just like do my routine, whatever. I think, especially this year, just with like such a weird schedule, like I've kind of not thrown my routine out the window, but just. But you kinda, can't really have a routine without like it's so wild right now. No, and if you if you're so attached to it, and then you, something goes wrong, then it's the end of the world. So I've just kind of just kind of got rid of it a little bit. But um, when you were talking about sewer. Uh, this was like one other thing I had written down was uh, when, and I know like, like fans would come down and watch down in high five alley or whatever. We would play like soccer before the game, like keep up. And uh, one game I was playing sewer and the ball went up into the, the metal kind of, I don't know what the things were just to, to protect the lights. The ball went up there and it was stuck, but there were like these panels. So me and, arbor uh arbor jack guy we're, we're trying to move the panel or something and i was trying to pull the ball down and he had the hockey stick and he pulled the whole metal panel down and it fell like right onto my forehead <laughs> and i had a nice gash <laughs> on my forehead and i like I, I didn't it didn't hurt that bad so i just kind of grabbed my my head like that and i looked at my hand and had blood all over it <laughs> i went in to see berkey i went in to see berkey and he was like not disappointed, but he's just like, like really, like, he's like, come on, like, this is what he's doing. This is what he's doing before a game. Nice bandaid on my, nice bandaid on my forehead <laughs> before the game, and uh, I just had this big bump on my forehead. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a tough one, for sure. <laughs> um, it's but, like little things like that that you just like remember so vividly. Like you don't remember every game, but you remember like warm-ups or like little things and they're gonna stick with you for the rest of your life so i think like you know it's great experience growing up and uh playing for the rangers yeah well said um i don't have a lot awesome here i think uh maybe what do you i guess you, you're not playing any hockey right now but anything else uh anything else going on in your life you'd like to share before we kind of wrap this up uh Nothing really. It's the same thing. Everyone else says everything, everything's on pause. We were practicing every day, doing our thing. And then with the lockdowns, uh, we haven't really been do- doing anything. So I'm a full-time student, no athlete, just student. And uh, gr- <laughs> grinding out my classes, trying to finish a semester with a respectable GPA. You got a summer job lined up? Uh. Still looking. <laughs> Still looking. All right. Yeah. Same for me. Just uh, got this. Going to finish our season here. Hopefully go on a good run with the boys. and A little championship some... to end off the junior career. We'll try. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be playoffs or not, but we, have, we haven't really announced that yet. I think we were just really lucky to get our 20 games regular season and then see what happens. But. Yeah, just going to enjoy that. And then I have a, a road trip planned, drive back home from – I have my, I have a car out here, so I'm going to drive it back to on sound from, from Duncan. Where are you stopping? Bamp? Uh, yeah, I think, well, as long as everything's okay with the pandemic, I might – we have to just kind of keep more, more low-key. I'm doing it with my girlfriend, but um, we're just – yeah, we're going to see how, where things are at and make some stops along the way. Hopefully, 
have some nice scenery and whatever and be back to on sound for the summer. That's that's pretty exciting. Like that's something to look forward to. Yeah, should be fun. But I think uh that does it for me. I had a few stories I want to yeah. bring up, but yeah, other than that, I think uh, that's that's good. Yeah, so I think I can just finish it off with talking about one of the nights best nights of my life, I guess you could say. Um yeah, so it was our last home game of the season, 2018, 19, I guess it was. And like morning skate, I'm like at the rink. I'm thinking to myself, like, I feel good. It's going to be a good one today. Wake up from my nap. I'm standing in my shower before I leave for the rink and before I put my suit on. And I'm like, you know what? Like as ridiculous as it sounds, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm going to score four goals tonight. And like, I was like, from so like from the time I left my house, I was like, yeah, like it's gonna happen tonight. Like, pretty confident in myself, and like, just speaking it into existence. And I get to the rink; it's a normal day. Playing Owen Sound, I'm like, yeah, I've had a good year against Owen Sound, and like, this is a great opportunity to get it. And so, I think I scored in the first period on a pass from Dammer on the power play. I think I Classic. had, yeah, or something like that. And then um, they got a five-minute penalty. How many, how many of those Dammer fake shot passes to you backdoor do you think you scored that year? Okay. In that year, I'd say mm-hmm. – I know 18? you had like 20-something power play goals. 20, yeah. 24 power play goals. 18, I'd say, were like just like standing and letting Dammer do his, do his go to work. Yeah. Just so, leaning uh, on it back door. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I had to out-muscle a couple people first. It's not that easy. But um, like, yeah, it's like it's the second period because we're shooting on our own net like direction directionally and um they get a five minute power play i forget who they hit and i i score another one so there's two and i'm like getting closer and closer we come off for like 20 seconds go back on i get another one like greg tries me back door like makes it through and i chip it and it goes in and then uh we come we come back we're, we're sitting off and like jay comes to me and he's like hey whatever you do if you can stay on the ice for this rest of this power play, yeah, just stay out there. <laughs> like green light to just float around the, the offensive zone and hopefully score a goal. That's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think it was like a five minute power play and I ended up playing like four minutes of it, three and a half minutes of it, something stupid. And like Joey G is uh shoots a rips a puck from the top. And it's like floating in the air. And I batted in and my first reaction was like, that's a high stick. Like didn't count. I'm like staring at Elbers. I remember the ref, Elbers. I'm like, Patesian's jumping on me, I think it was. And I'm like still waiting for the like, are going signal. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was like, good goal. He called a good goal. So like run the, go through the train. And like, I heard in like the book, bo- the upper office, they didn't think I was going to hit. So like 
or hit 50 that game. So they were like, we're not prepared with like a graphic or anything for the Jumbotron. So like after my like third goal, they were like freaking out. And so they got something on the screen. I like run the train fans, like crazy, like give me chills thinking about it. Like fans are like screaming and cheering and like pretty cool. And they have to review it. So it's silence. And I'm standing in front of the bench and Huggy is like in my ear. He's like, you think that's good? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I don't even want to say it. And uh, he's like, I think it's a good goal. I think it's a good one. And he's like in my ear chirping. And uh, Elbers turns around, fixes his flow, throws on the bucket. And takes he his time. goes, takes his time with it, calls a good goal. And like, just an eruption and I didn't know what to do. And Danny's like, go take a lap. Cause Danny has been around and he's seen a lot. <laughs> he's like, go take a lap. So I like, yeah. just like step out, give like a little, little wave. And it's like something that's pretty crazy. And after the, after the game was an absolute whirlwind, like media pictures, sticks, going to see my parents. And I, Everything was just absolutely wild and something that'll live with me for the rest of my life. I don't think I've ever taken photos with that many people in my life, but uh, it was quite exciting. And that's just one thing I got it. That's all I got to say about it. Just absolutely crazy. Do they like keep the puck and the stick at the rink and like frame it or do you have it? They kept my, the puck, the stick, my gloves and my helmet. Really? So I never got to, yeah, I never got to see that again. But you got new gear, you got new gloves and new bucket. Yeah. <laughs> new gloves, new helmet. I was okay with it. Yeah. And then was it, the, so you scored 50 and I think it was the next game. Uh, we had one game left at Owen Sound. And I think Greg was trying to hit a hundred points. No. Yeah. So those were like the last two games of the season. It was pretty pretty big deal. It's a pretty exciting last two games, especially because the games didn't really mean much for our seeding, really, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So it was just like personal personal goals that guys wanted to hit, and it's too bad Greg didn't, but still, I think he had 98, which is not bad. A lot, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. And, uh, you know. Um, you want to close some yes. closing statements, Luke? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that that does it for us but yeah just thanks to everyone that's listening um if you if you'd care to follow me on on twitter i think my twitter handle is file 29 p-f-e-i-l 29 and then uh my instagram is just lucas file so uh yeah we appreciate you guys listening and yeah. uh if you want to follow me on any social probably it's johnny underscore yansa so it's no h in johnny j-o-n-n-y and uh just thanks to the rangers for having us it was a great great catching up with lucas haven't seen him in a while and thank you thanks